This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You're listening to DraftKings Network. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. Rest in peace. It's Thursday episode. Uh, We just spent 20 minutes before we went on being like, I don't know, talk. nothing happened in the last 24 hours. This is the most uneventful 24-hour news turnaround, I think, of the season. Well, I, 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 I want to take some time right now because, look, the season has not gone well in Oakland. Okay, that's been documented. But perspective is, perspective is something that I have gained during the beginning of this season. Perspective. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank young Joseph and the Atlanta Bravos for, for rolling into town and giving me that perspective. I mean, we sort of took that perspective from them. But if it weren't for them showing up, we would have never been able to take that perspective. And and that perspective is, do you guys realize over the first two games of a three-game set, should you win those first two games, you you sort of automatically, regardless of how that third day plays out, it's a it's a good day. It's a solid day. And maybe if if winning is something you do consistently all the time, then I get it, the luster could wear off. But in the event for the Oakland A's, how things maybe have not gone that well, you win a game, you win another, you're excited about that because that's <laughs> happened twice in a row, and, well, that's only happened twice all season. So you're now looking at it like, this is fucking house money. We got to play these jokers three times? We just beat the brakes off them two times. Those days were great. This third day, it's a fucking win anyway. What do you mean it's a win? What if you lose? No, we won the series. It's fucking, oh, we're getting on a plane six hours across. We can do that with a smile on our face. Because even though we lost, we still won. Mm. And that right there is the take-home message. It's figuring out how to win even when you still lose. And Mm. that's something we're doing. (laughs) They've been doing it all year. (laughs) (laughs) Even when the A's lose, they win. Yeah. Congratulations. Fucking Atlanta Braves for that. You can put the A's on the top of the power rankings for podcasts. Our podcast teams, they beat the Braves. The Braves were number one Yep, on the ranking a, list. Now the A's beat them. Now the A's are number one. So why would the Braves be number one? You split with the Red Sox. Yeah, but we have a way better record than the Red Sox. The Red Sox just, didn't you guys just get swept by the Reds? Mm. No, yeah. no, yeah. no. The series oh, is not over. Chris oh. Sale, Hunter Green tonight. Well. We don't want to overshadow that. We don't want to let the Oakland A's hot streak completely black out what's going on in Boston. What is going on in Boston? Nothing. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Don't worry about what's going on over here. There ain't nothing going on in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. I I give credit to Alex Cora. He he basically said, yeah, we, we suck at defense. That that's been that's been the reason why they lost the first two games of the series against the Reds. They've just they've played bad defense. They played they've played bad defense all year. Well, 
I mean, that can't happen. That's got to bother AC a lot. It probably does. But talking about hot teams, I was looking at the standings. There's one hot team in Major League Baseball right now. It's the Texas Rangers. Everyone else is either painfully media. Like, look at this. Uh, the Rays, this is the last 10. Rays, six and four. Orioles, five and five. Yankees, six and four. Toronto, four and six. The Red Sox, three and seven. Twins, four and six. Tigers, six and four. Cleveland, five and five. White Sox, four and six. Royals, three and seven. The Texas Rangers, seven and three. The Astros, six and four. Angels, six and four. Oh, our Seattle Mariners, excuse me, seven and three. The Oakland A's, big time, two and eight. Uh, the Braves, four and six. The Marlins, five and five. The Mets, six and four. Phillies, four and six. The Nats, five and five. The Brewers, five and five. The Pittsburgh Pirates, four and six. The Cincinnati Reds, okay, hey. seven and three. Here hey. we go. The St. Louis Cardinals, five and five. Cubs, four and six. The Dodgers, five and five. The D backs, seven and three. Uh, so the, the D backs, the Reds, the Rangers, and that's it. D backs, Reds, Rangers, Giants, Those are your teams. six and four. Padres, five and five. Rockies, five and five. There is a, there's a whole lot of mediocrity happening in Major League Baseball right now. Just a lot of people just happy to be here. Oh, yeah, what, and if what you call what you call mediocrity, MLB Central Office is calling delicious, delicious parody. Mm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Competitive two balance. Same, two sides of the same coin, buddy. This mm. is all by, with the exception of the work that the Royals and the Athletics are doing. Mm-hmm. This is all by design. Oh yeah. Well. Mm. Well, the Athletics is by design too, but not by the not. <laughs> Not by anybody outside of John Fisher. Yeah, by the design of Satan. <laughs> yeah. A lot of Satan talk this week on the podcast. And uh, I, I'm i just going to... I'm not going to force you guys. I'm going to simply request that you apologize to Alex Rodriguez <laughs> for all the horrible things <laughs> that you said about him yesterday. Because little did you know, he's battling gum disease. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez has revealed publicly um, that he has been diagnosed with early stage gum disease. And if you've ever had this before, it is a motherfucker. You just brush your teeth and there's a little bit of blood in there. And that that can be traumatizing to a lot of people. And he's got to deal with this every fucking day. And on top of that, we've got you you pieces of shit yeah. saying that he's going to hell for being a good father. So this is your <laughs> one and only opportunity to apologize to Mr. Rodriguez. Sorry. Joey. <laughs> <laughs> you pussy. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I, I, I had... I, I obviously I didn't hear about the the McCavage stuff until yesterday when you guys told me. And I actually I asked I asked multiple people if they had heard about it and they were all like, Yeah, like that was <laughs> that was kinda out of nowhere, huh? Like but yeah. like it's really like it's really like fuck that dude. Like really. And some of the some of the younger guys on the team that I asked too were like, Yeah. And you know, then they were like Hey, well, did you have the? And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know. And they're like, is he really that? Is he really that? And I, and I was like, look, I've had 
mild interaction with the dude. I can give you my perspective, which I think you probably understand. You could take the perspective from a lot of other people who have spent a lot more time around him than I have who feel the same way. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he's without having a sleepover with the dude. He's yeah. that dude. Like, A-Rod responded, by the way, to the Doug Mankiewicz comments. What did he say? They're, the comments might make you feel bad for A-Rod. I'll be honest. <laughs> oh, shit. They <laughs> might. They might. <laughs> that, that will never happen. That might ever? happen. No. Dallas, you might feel like, get, be honest, after I no. read this, because it's not okay. it's not an audio. It's not a can video. You, it's it's a, not an audio or a video. Can you read it in his? Uh, I want you to read it in his voice. I don't know that I can do an A-Rod. Let me... <laughs> I don't know that I can do an A Rod. I don't have just like to see what your A Rod was going to sound like. It's very <laughs> all right. I'll do my best, A Rod. Alex Rodriguez responds to disparaging remarks from ex teammate. Is that what it says? No, no, no. This is that's the that's the title. This is the quote. Oh. Shocked, shocked and surprised, <laughs> because I always considered Doug a friend. I had been close to the Minkavages's mom and dad. And never speak poorly about any of my teammates. I wish him well. Oh, I do. I feel bad that A-Rod had a fucking 50-gallon tank of helium shoved up his ass and then was forced to give that quote. He said he wishes him well. Even after saying he's going to hell for being a good dad, he said, I wish him well. He was blindsided by these comments. (laughs) Blindsided. Yeah. He was. These, you He's just said it was from, from out of a nowhere. Form of gingivitis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> it's uh, it's like uh, tens of millions of Americans have this every uh, like at any time. Sixty-five million to be exact, Jay. Hey. Why? Why <laughs> did he? Why did he announce this? Hold on, on. I still can't get over fucking helium based (laughs) A-Rod. I need to know that this is like this announced like all right. I said I I said I couldn't do a good A-Rod. That was my best shot. You just did a great one. You just did a great one. (laughs) But was is this announcement was this like is he doing this seriously? Like he's like, hey, look, I've been battling through some stuff. No, no, no. Two, what... two separate, two separate uh, articles. No, I, I know those are separate, but I'm saying like with the who you, we like you brought up the gum thing, and yeah. I'm saying like was this a? And I'm trying not to like la- listen. Is, was this? I'm serious? sorry, I'm sorry. I've been distant, Doug, but I've just been, I've been battling <laughs> some gingivitis. <laughs> It does make it infinitely funnier if A Rod's oh. excuse for not being part of his high school group text is because he's like, man, oh. my gums have been bleeding oh. like crazy. Oh. <laughs> He just comes back with receipts. He's like, fuck HIPAA. Here's all the fucking doctor visit dates. Here's my x-rays. You think I'm bullshitting you? I'm in the, I'm in the mirror right now. Trying to figure out what the fuck is going on? Oh. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna. We're just gonna go with it that those that was the same, all the same interview. Yeah, it's the same story. <laughs> That's what. Well, when Mc, in that article when Minkavich or when he was talking about how Jeter and the Yankees could have prevented a rod becoming like this they were talking about mm. better flossing right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they're like you, can you guys tell this motherfucker this. never rinses his mouth with mouthwash oh. never never not a regular dentist appointment maker and it says early stage gum disease it's not even like the hardcore shit oh <laughs> What's the hardcore yeah. shit? Well, I think you still have teeth just fall out of your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, that can happen. Yeah, your teeth so it's good rot. that he got on top of this. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. I bet Doug Mankiewicz feels like a real asshole now. <laughs> if any of my friends are so bad about brushing their teeth that their teeth fall out of their head, they are out of the group text. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Well, I. Yeah, I. I... <laughs> I wish him the best. Do you feel all bad? Right. That's that's Not the Thursday pod. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. No, I'm not uh, apologizing. I'm no, double no apology. Fuck. <laughs> well, Jake has class. He never even he didn't laugh at the <laughs> conversation yesterday. He didn't pile on. Oh, uh, yeah. Jake's Why the would lighthouse. He? <laughs> Jake's the lighthouse. What Jake is the lighthouse. Jake is the light. <laughs> and you can hit one out of the park this season. With DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet on your favorite teams, players, and rivalries all season long. This week, new customers can place $5. Get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place your stepped-up same-game parlay by combining three or more bets from any big league game. Boost your baseball winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Sign up with the promo code Jared, J-A-R-E-D. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only on DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code Jared. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, uh, an anonymous, an anonymous tipster just made the connection. Um, a couple of different, uh, subjects of podcast fodder in the last week or so people forget that Zach Hample caught a rods. What was it? 3000th hit. Was it his? Th- no, Jeter's 3000th for the home. Was a home. What, what did what home run did Zach Campbell catch of A Rods that was so monumentous? Is that a word? It is now. <laughs> Monumental is a word. Monumental. Momentous is a word. Yeah, monumentous. Yeah, you just you just uh, forced them to have consensual sex. And <laughs> yeah, monumentous was born. Tyler does that all the time. He just combines little, phrases and words. Little baby that... monumentous. Yeah, monumentous. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Moment, did, momentous occasion. Yes. What was it, Joe? Hample did catch A Rod's 3,000th hit and gave it back and Wait. lost hundreds of thousands of dollars doing it. It so. wasn't his, his 3,000th hit wasn't a homer. It was Jeter. It was a solo blast, brother. A Rod's 3,000th hit was a homer, too? Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Really? And Hample, and Hample caught it and didn't get anything for it? That was he the most. It. All he wanted to do was meet A-Rod. <laughs> oh. Oh. He's a good yeah. guy, man. It's fucked up what they do to this guy. Whose I mean, home that, run did he just ki- catch last night? I don't know. Somebody. He just did. caught another one. Yeah, Ever, he he's already caught two, two home runs. Since we fucking did the segment about him catching that the I'm the Mullins guy home run. He's caught two more since then. I've been to thousands of baseball games. I've never caught a home run. In well, fairness, I never really sit the out game. there. Yeah, you're not going to the game to try to catch the home run, though. Like, that's what he's going to the game for is he's he's going from left field to right field during certain at bats and hoping that that's the case. Like, he's pursuing that. I've gotten one foul ball in my entire life, and it was on my birthday this year. Let's go. One. One. But do thousands of games. Crazy. Yeah, the Hample's on a tear like we've never seen before. He like, this is basically what Judge did last year, but more impressive. Like, he's catching home runs every single week. I think, I think the comparison is Barry Bonds because he's, he's having a career year in his 40s. Exactly. And, uh, what? <laughs> Hample having a career here in his 40s. It's uh well, am I wrong? You're definitely <laughs> I mean, he's right. off to a good start. <laughs> he's on uh, a crazy pace. He is and on a crazy pace. People are not happy. Yeah. Why are they why are they so upset? I mean, if because you, motherfuckers like you on Instagram, Twitter, oh podcast. Oh, this guy's a loser. I didn't, I didn't call him a loser. I never used that word. I'm team Hample, baby. I'm glad to hear it. Are you your team Hample? <laughs> yeah, dude. Why don't you? I'm, all right, if you're if you're so team Hample, why don't you make a a video on your YouTube channel praising him? Oh, geez. oh, because you care about your credibility. That's why. Yeah, I don't want to get in that shit storm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, speaking of the Barry Bonds, speaking of the Barry Bonds season, yeah, uh, there's the going to be. A Barry Bonds documentary. Yeah, HBO. The you know, what the are un- it's untitled. Here's <laughs> here's what they got. The untitled work, HBO sports documentary will tell the story of Barry Bonds, baseball single season and all time home run king. From his be- this sounds like an ad read. It's really not. Uh, I just obviously fucking love Barry, and so does uh, Dallas. Uh, I don't know how Jay Hay feels about him. Um, from his humble I beginnings do. as the son of all-star Bobby Bonds and godson of the iconic Willie Mays, all the way up to his meteoric rise in the 1990s and 2000s. Using archival footage and original interviews, the film will chronicle Bonds' emergence as one of the game's most talented all-around players with the Pittsburgh Pirates and San Francisco Giants, and then his years as a superstar with the Giants when he rewrote the record book in his late 30s amid controversy. All throughout Bonds' path uh, to the doorstep of the Hall of Fame was an epic saga of sports, society, and culture in America. I think I read somewhere that uh, they're still working on it and they want him to participate, but that bridge hasn't been crossed yet. Yeah. 
there uh, <clears throat> again i i go back to the um cuz i mean i go back to this one ig live that i think is still probably up i would think it's up anyway the tour um, of his house yeah you remember me talking to you guys about that yeah i popped in it oh did did, did i did i tell you to jump on it or did you yes. just see it no yeah, you so, texted me and you're like you might want to get yeah. in this yeah and and it was like and I have I still to this day have no problem saying it like it was one of the most revelatory sit down slash interviews slash just hangouts whatever in public like that Barry has ever done ever done answered questions about you know why he's not going to or why he doesn't even fuck with the Hall of Fame conversation and like the answer to that was very like look I'm not even I'm not really going to answer that and here's why. Because things get shaped however you want to hear them, regardless of how people say them. And I've lived through that. So I'm not just, I'm just not going to set myself up for that, especially around the conversation that you want to have. I'm just not going to do that. So think what you want, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, even that, even the way he said it, the tone was, was a little more revealing. You could almost hear like if, if broached correctly. Or the way that he deems to be correctly, which, hey, I, I feel like the guy, he, he has that or deserves that much. Um, th- then maybe I can give you what I have, what I know, what I feel, and my perspective. If I have the trust that it's going to be distributed as such. Now, I'm not talking, you know, like you've heard critics talk about The Last Dance and, well, it's because Michael Jordan had his hands on the production. Why do you think it came out looking the way he did? Blah, blah, blah. Well, I also like to think it's because it's Michael fucking Jordan. Okay. That's mm. right. Um, and I feel the same way about Barry that I do about Michael. Um, I'm, I'm so pumped for this. I just, I do. I hope that somewhere Barry finds a level of comfort that he's able to share and just speak on the stuff that he has really wanted to for so long. And I think that even then, even given the opportunity to do so, he's probably going to let sleeping dogs lie and, you know, give you the the rough edges of it. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I 100% agree with everything that you just said. The, the way that they described it in the release is the filmmakers will include a diverse cast of influential figures from Barry Bonds' life and career and the opportunity for Bonds to actively participate and share his firsthand experiences remains available. So he's currently not associated with, affiliated with the project. They want him to be, but like if they've already started creating it and he's aware of it, don't you think that there's a chance, the the likelihood is that he's not going to participate? Yeah, because... <clears throat> it's already a feeling of, okay, well, you guys have already kind of got this ball rolling. You guys have already started to tell the story you want to tell. Yeah, you have and, a narrative you want, right. you would like to get across. Mm-hmm. And so me sitting down with you incrementally, or maybe just one long time or a couple long times at this point, I don't know that I trust how that turns out. Mm. You know, and, and he could have, uh, X amount of creative control where he says, look, if you guys are willing to do it this way, I can give you what I want. I can give you what I have. And then you can take that to production and you can also create a parallel production where 
you don't have any of what I'm going to give you. And then I can watch your final production cut of what it looks like with me involved. And if I like that, if I'm okay with that, then we're good to go. Like that's probably not going to happen. I don't know that the creative liberties will be extended to that level for him where somebody, because there's a certain level of integrity for the film producer, right? And the directors that, that has to come through in their work as well. You have to respect that, that they have a, that's right, story they want to tell. And that's what Barry has understood the whole time is, I know that you have a story you want to tell and a way that you want it to come off and a way that you want people to view it. So Mm -hmm. I think like any of us, unless that aligns with how I would like to be viewed publicly, I don't know that I'm just going to sign off on you putting some shit together and me not really having an idea of how it looks at the very end. Because we're talking about, in my opinion, the single greatest legacy in sport that will be under the microscope forever when it comes to justified in terms of performance and production, being in the hollowed sacred ground of the Hall of Fame, and then all of the surrounding noise around it and the impact that has had on him not being in the Hall of Fame. Like, they're just, this is the, for me, the clear cut, like, we have to make a decision on what this means to us and then we can move forward. That hasn't happened yet. I'd like for this documentary to assist in that, but I don't know. Jay, hey, what, what, as a baseball fan, what do you hope to see or just get from a Barry Bonds HBO documentary? I wanted to ask that question to all of us. Like, what is the one thing you want to get out of this? I'm a little conflicted on whether his participation is important for me watching this because I, on one hand, a, a, a signature Bonds documentary with zero Barry Bonds involvement feels incomplete. Um, yes. On the other hand, I don't necessarily want Bonds dictating like the content and what we're allowed to see necessarily because I do think that can that obviously brings a bias, and I think that was true with The Last Dance for sure, even though The Last Dance was entertaining. Um, so I, I don't know. I, <clears throat> I, Unfortunately, the more you dig into Barry Bonds, the person, and the off-the-field stuff, the less appealing he becomes, I think. So I'm not really interested in that sort of stuff. I would be interested, I, as, as a person, I guess my short answer is, as a person who lived through Barry Bonds' peak and got to experience all of that on the field, I would just enjoy a walk down memory lane of the signature moments leading up to not only the single season record, but the career record. Because I, I lived that in real time. I watched those in real time. And that, that's like the, the sentimental part of my baseball fandom. That's what I would want. Mm. Joseph? Yeah, I mean, there, that's the thing about Barry Bonds. If you want... <laughs> I can see why he wouldn't want to do this when you talk about like what narrative you want to push. Cause if you want to make Barry Bonds look like a bad guy, it's pretty easy. Like, and there's like a lot of shit on him that like, I feel like most people don't think of. It's like almost when you think of Barry Bonds and controversy, you think of steroids when it's just like, that is barely anything compared to like all this shit that he hasn't really addressed. And then, or he has, I don't really know, but even the steroid shit, like he got indicted for perjury for lying 
allegedly about doing steroids in Congress. Like he cannot talk about it at all. Mm. So like even them asking about steroids is just going to make him look bad no matter what, because he literally can't say shit or he could go to prison. <laughs> and mm. I think that's the case with like a lot of these guys where people don't understand. But there's just, yeah, there's, I would love him to be in it for sure. Just because there's so many, so many like moments and little beefs with him and Leland, like get his perspective Thank on the you. Leland shit, just so Kent good. shit. Mm-hmm. And like all the stuff and just all the hate and and like him explaining his perspective and how he handled it. Like when he was getting in trouble and he did an interview and brought his son to do an interview to make him look better and, <laughs> and left on crutches. There's just like a lot of. Yeah, the Barry Bonds story is very, very interesting. I mean, I made a video on it and obviously I don't think I could, you know, dive as deep as like a full length documentary, but there's so many. Like if we're making that video, a lot of I kept thinking that like I would love to see what Barry Bonds really thinks about this today, because I'm sure when it happened, he had to be like, "Yo," but you but know, like, not so my like fault. think about, but but like that interview that you're talking about with his son, like again, perspective, like he was, and that was the first time that I think we were really seeing publicly. And it might be one of the early examples of like the the frenzy that was to come with social media when people start to start to smell blood or taste blood, they latch onto something. Because remember, we watched our country, we watched our government start to use performance enhancing drugs as a viable platform for them to run for office on. Right. Because who doesn't want to get rid of steroids in high school competition? Who doesn't want to take care of our youth and keep this out of the hands of our student athletes? Blah, blah, blah. Like you're, you're not going to you're not going to tell anyone to get off their soapbox when it comes to something like that. And why did it become that public facing? Because of what you just said, Joe. Like there were like extreme legal ramifications surrounding him and what was going on in the sport at that time. And it transcended sport and it went to pop culture. It went to the world. And that, yeah, those are, those are things that I think about. And I would love to hear his perspective just on that. Like, Hey, do you remember doing that interview with your son where you were explaining to people that it's starting to affect your family and blah, blah, blah. Do you remember that? Take that moment now and let's fast forward. What do you think it would have been like with social media? And do you see any sort of, you know, parallels between that experience and what's happening now in this day and age with social media, you know, but for me, do you know, do you realize how cool it is to have like some of the baseball families that we have in this game, right? Like, like it's so special because it, it carries the history of our game literally through physical DNA of families. And Bobby Bonds was no fucking slouch, okay? No slouch at all. And to have his son grow up with the tutelage of himself and a guy by the name of Willie Mays, like watching what what a kid with that kind of instruction and impression turns into, like we know what that looks like. It's Barry fucking Bonds. It's Barry Bonds. So could you imagine like taking stock of all of that, the growth of who he becomes 
right? And to your point, the Leland breakdown, the Leland tirade that happens out in the outfield during spring training. Um, I mean, that's phenomenal, phenomenal stuff because that's Barry long before any of the, any of the clouds that may, may orbit him today. I want all of that. I want all of that. Like this was a dude who burst onto the scene with his power and athleticism. And people were like, Oh, Oh my God. Like this dude, this is the fucking real deal. This is 30, 30. Like this is damn. Okay. And then just continued, continued to tear apart the baseball world with his production growing into what we now know growing into what we, I think at times what we celebrate and what other people turn their nose at. But either way, this is something I think everybody would want to see. I I mean, I don't know why, like if it got announced now, but they're still trying to get Barry involved and he's not, wouldn't that lead you to believe that we're not going to see it anytime soon? Uh, Well, or it could lead me to believe that they're (laughs) near the end of production and they're like, look, this is where we're at. All right. We would love to be able to, to piece this together and put you in here. But if we're not, we're prepared to move on. <laughs> it's just tough though, bro, because it's like I, as Barry Bonds, you probably don't want to talk about certain shit, but it's tough to make a documentary about Barry Bonds and ask him stuff without it like kind of seeming like a hit piece. Cause there's just so much shit mm-hmm. to ask about. And it's like, why are you asking me about this? But it's like, are we just going to ignore this and just talk about how many like home runs you hit? And that's cool. But like, once you look into it, to me at least, like that's not even the most interesting part, even close. Just all no. the crazy shit that went down mm-hmm. through his career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. For me, I don't know what I want out of it. Like I, <clears throat> it's almost that I am, or I would be more interested in a dramatized movie about Barry Bonds' life than a documentary. Because to Dallas's point, they're going to want to tell a story. Uh, I don't, gun to my head, I don't think Barry is going to want to participate in this. I don't think that he'll end up contributing, especially it's like, oh, if you want to, if you want to talk about the the Hall of Fame career, sure. But if you want to get into like my personal life, like I'm probably not going to want to sign off on that <laughs> or, or be a part of that. Um so it's almost like if you if you want to get the full scope of everything, the baseball and the man, it's going to have to be a, 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 a not a fictional, but a dramatized Hollywood story in yeah. based on uh, actual events. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure that even like a movie coming out, like he would have to come out and say, well, that's not how it went down. Like, they're, they're, you're never going to get the full scope yeah. of how I'm it here went for down. I'm here for Michael B. Jordan doing seven cycles and just <laughs> fucking blasting baseballs into the bay. Yeah. The Barry Bonds movie. I mean, I've, I've said that this year. So it's, it's been a while since we've had a good baseball movie. And I think there's a lot of, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name names because people will say that it's blasphemous. There's a lot of corny ass baseball movies. We need a fucking good badass baseball movie. And I feel like anytime that they, they try to make baseball movies, they're made by non baseball people. Mm -hmm. It's always like, Oh man, I have to like, 
have to you study this player. I have to like look at baseball players. Like, like I want a, I want a baseball movie done right. And I feel like that we- Barry Bonds movie would be one. Another one that I've talked about a bunch of times is uh, I know that he's another controversial figure, but uh, the Yasiel Puig life story. You don't even have to like make it the Yasiel Puig story. You could just use his story as the basis for a fiction-based story of a Cuban-born player who gets smuggled to the United States to play in Major League Baseball and all the behind-the-scenes bullshit that goes along with that. The story of like having the appreciation for a player that actually comes over that way and how... It, it's not just about getting from point A to point B. That shit follows you for the rest of your life, basically. Uh, that would be a good one. But yeah, no, those are those are the like. Have, uh, oh God, what is the name of a? Uh, I think it's Bad Hombres. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. It's it's a pretty cool documentary. It's about a, um, it's about uh, like a semi pro team that travels across the border, the California Mexico border to to play baseball and just like you know like what goes on and you know the details of that it's it's pretty cool hmm. um i mean it's nothing like <clears throat> immigrating from cuba to the united <laughs> states <laughs> like a like a story of defection that that's that's incredibly moving that's about as baseball well. as it gets yeah like we need what 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 we need is baseball needs its version of any given Sunday. There's no baseball version of any given Sunday. Mm. And that's what we need. Like the most non colorful, like hard hitting, if you will, like that, that is probably still bull Durham, but bull Durham is colorful. Bull Durham is, you know, like, like lighthearted in a sense. I mean, it, it depicts minor league baseball life, and I, I think for the first time now, because of what's happened over the last two years with minor league player compensation and accommodations, it's now starting to grow farther away from what it's like, but still very reminiscent of what minor league baseball life is like. But to have just the like the nitty gritty shit that's going down in the clubhouse, you know, like that just isn't there. It just mm. hasn't it hasn't happened. Maybe maybe we should uh maybe we should write a script, Dallas. I mean I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I, 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 I hey, I, I got a <clears throat> I got a buddy. Well, never mind. It, it, it's a long detailed intertwining okay. of blah blah blah. Uh but <laughs> let's just say blah blah blah. Let's just say I know some folks who are in that business mm-hmm. that have been kicking the tires on doing something like that. Okay, good to know. All right, we'll get we'll get Joey on it. He can he can edit it. We can have Jay Hay narrate it with his. With his oh, I was willing voice. to be the uh, the star actor. Well, you can do both. Well, I mean, most most lead actors are also narrating. That's true. Their That's own true. films. All right, good point. I'm in. Yeah. I, I'm in. I'm in. Okay. And uh, Jake Jake is gonna be the uh, the antagonist in the film. <laughs> we're gonna have jake be a, a cuban drug lord um we got blue moon though we got blue moon everywhere blue moon everywhere it's about to be the weekend you gotta crack open some blue moons and enjoy your damn self because beer it's tried and true baseball tradition you know that but blue moon 
It's the only beer that's brewed by baseball. Blue Moon was born in a ballpark, first brewed at Coors Field in Denver, Colorado. Make it your one-of-a-kind baseball tradition, whether you're at the park or watching from home. I will be at Fenway pretty much all weekend, which means the Blue Moons will be flowing at Fenway with its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander. Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale is a one-of-a-kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full-flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Blue Moon was brewed by baseball to give you a dose of nostalgia and get you excited for the season. Why strike out with the same old beer when you can get something that's one of a kind? It's bold flavor, bright explosion of color, and iconic orange slice ritual. Guarantees a one of a kind beer experience, perfect for spring weather. Best served with its signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful bright color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you can enjoy it all season long. Keep baseball traditions alive with Blue Moon Belgian style wheat ale. It's a one of a kind every time. Check out shop dot blue moon brewing company.com for baseball merch and get uh visit get dot blue moon beer.com slash rocket to find blue moon delivery options that's get dot blue moon beer.com slash rocket blue moon made brighter celebrate responsibly blue moon brewing company golden colorado ale and uh keep sending us those pictures of you guys drinking blue moons at the baseball games when you go um they're in ballparks across across the country we appreciate seeing you guys drinking Blue Moon supporting the show. Thank you, you guys, for that. Um, Load me, Jake. No. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays become the first team to reach 40 wins this Shock. season. Um, that does, that not, does not come as a surprise to very <laughs> many folks. The team that started off 26-0 and is the first team to 40. Um, I think it, the question becomes who's the next team to hit 40 because you've got a class of let's let's call it uh, uh, you've got the D-backs and Braves with 33 wins you have the Yankees and Dodgers with 34 wins and you have the Rangers the Rangers and Orioles with 35 wins. Who is the next team to hit 40 wins? Joseph. Rangers. It's not the Rangers. It's not the Rangers. Who is it? It's the Dodgers. The Doyers? I mean, that's the obvious answer. I'm surprised they haven't done it yet. Wow. I mean, the lineup's hot. Freddie Freeman leads the league in war right now. Kershaw's back. Gonsolin's back. Bobby Miller's been throwing fireballs since he's been called up they got some nice young pitching i mean that's been their weakness is like their starters have gotten hurt but you're telling me you're, who you take who's better than dodgers the texas rangers are better than dodgers i didn't say that dallas Braden said that dallas Braden said that i don't know db what do you, you really think that's true uh well we're talking about the first ones to 40 between these two teams right now mm-hmm. uh who do the who do the Dodgers have ahead of them? It, it, I mean, and where are they at? The Dodgers have how many wins? 33? 34. Dodgers 30. have 34. So yeah. Dodgers at 34. Rangers are at 35. Who do the Do the Dodgers, I believe. Dodgers I don't know have why the I, Yanks coming up soon. And the Yankees oh! and the Reds, right? Yankees and the Reds, though. Yep. 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 So that could happen. I mean, eh? I know who I'm taking. Who are you taking? 
the Arizona Diamondbacks. Wow. wow. And here's why I'm taking them. Because wow. after they get through with the Rockies today, <laughs> and then they have a three-game series with the Braves, which is no joke, obviously. But then eh. three with the Nationals, three with the Tigers, mm. and then four with the Phillies, followed by three with the, the Guardians. So that, to me, is a setup to get seven more wins uh, sooner rather than later. So I'm going to take the D-backs as a little bit of a surprise. All right, I like that. I like that. So that's I'm going. Yeah, I'm rolling with the with the Rangers. Um, I don't think the Rangers have a very easy road. I believe the Rangers play the fucking Mariners, and then they play the fucking. And they got the Rays uh, coming. Then up they too, play the they? Rays coming up soon, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm ro- I'm still rolling with the Rangers because fuck all y'all. Um, Joe's ro- really Joe. All right. What are the odds on that? Can uh, you get some odds on that. I odds to first. I'm going with the O's. Give me the O's. They've got the Giants and then the Brewers, but then they have the Royals, the Jays, mm. who have not played well, the Cubs. Yeah, I. It's it's easier it's easier to reach the mountaintop when you start at the at in the middle of the mountain. I just feel like which one of these teams has the opportunity to sweep one of their next two opponents? Hmm. I pick the D-back. Should we put a very wager well on could, this? Very well could be the Dodgers with the Reds. I think we should. Yeah, we should. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm here for that. I mean, yeah, Joey, so you're got... already in the hole. One jersey to me. Do you want to go? You want to <laughs> make it another? <laughs> No comment. I'm not even going to entertain you want, this. You want to make it another? Oh, you're a big denier guy, huh? Let me guess. The earth's flat, too. Right? Uh, we were all here on Monday. You weren't, man. I don't know what was oh. going on. I don't know. That, is that well, what you're talking about? That's when the bet was made? That's why no, 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 that's why we had the discussion prior. That's why we had the discussion. It's. I don't know if you're on the Reddit thread or not, Joe. You, you should probably get on that. Mm. Um, but they're, they've been talking about that on the Reddit thread for quite a while. Do you know how to get on Reddit, Dallas? They were, they were looking forward to the series. They they knew about about our agreement, and everybody's <laughs> talking about it on the internet. Joe, you go back and look at it on the internet. Like, oh, Joey definitely owes Dallas a jersey now. So, like, I'm not pulling this out of the ether. This is already there. So, if you want to act like things didn't happen, then that's your prerogative. You can you can uh, live in that. You'll world. have it. You'll have your Alex Rodriguez jersey on your front step by the end. Of the oh, month. it's coming. Don't worry, man of my word. Uh, Mariners, sure, Rangers, sure or Yankees, Joe. <laughs> Say that again, Jared. Mariners, Rangers, or Yankees. What about them? Is you said you're gonna get him a fucking A-Rod oh. jersey. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm gonna get him. I don't know, but it's gonna be autographed. Don't worry. There'll be a personal note from A-Rod himself. I've yeah. already got I've already got his autograph on a shirt. Mm. <laughs> well, the more the merrier. See, that just makes me like A-Rod more. Why? Because that he, you, signed, you, that he signed those shirts. Yeah, you, you have a get off my mound T-shirt signed by Alex Rodriguez. Like he, you fucking said, you ready get up, my man. You ready to let me ruin this for you? Get up, my man. And he was like, "All right, buddy, here you go. Fucking, you go, little scout. No. He signed it for you. You want to know why he signed him? He signed him because he thought he was going to get to keep them, and he thought that they were going to auction them off, and that money was going to his charity. That's why he signed them." Yeah, but he still could have said no. Yeah, but 
when he realized this was going to be a money-making opportunity for himself, he decided not to say no, and he decided to kids. sign them. It was for the kids. Sure. And you know what? When I, I decide to, to sell them, statements on that charity. <laughs> when I decide to sell them, I'm sure mm-hmm. some lucky kid will be very happy. Uh, I'll take one. <laughs> I get. I uh. I ran into an A's fan in the grocery store one time, mm-hmm. and this was when I was living, still living in Stockton. And I ran into this A's fan in the grocery store, and he was like, "Yo, fuck that dude. You know what I'm talking about." Fuck that dude. And he like pulled his shirt over like so I could see his chest. Right. And he had fucking elephant tattooed like a fucking hardcore elephant tattooed Oakland on his. And I was like, bro, I was like, you're fucking diehard. He's like, yeah. And he just kept saying, fuck that dude. You know what I'm talking about. And what are people like that going to do? When, <laughs> That's what I was when, when the, like the whole, yeah, the whole time thing, bro, check it out. Oakland A's forever. Oakland for life. A's baseball. Well, till I die. And what are they going to, what are they going to do now? Well, yeah. there's a, uh, there's a prevailing thought. I think when you are as proud of where you come from, that that can never be taken away from you. Quite sure. literally. Sure, Even if it is literally taken away from you. Well, that's what I'm, yeah. So the idea is that that's something that is a part of them. So whether it's here in the physical form or not, it's something that will always be with them, always be a part of them. And that's the, that's, that's the passion that sport brings out in people. So it's not just about having a physical team there to root for. It's about, the symbolism of that team and what it meant for you in a moment in your life and even moving forward. Mm. Well, but uh, the the end of the story was I told that dude to stay there at the grocery store. I got a prize for you. I got something for you. I'll be right back. And I left and got one of those shirts and get off my mound shirt that he signed and I gave it to him. Let's go. And he was like, bro. I was like, yep. I was like, there's only four more of these in the world. They ain't making any more of them. And I don't think he's signing any more of them. So you got one of five signed. Okay. And why have you never given me that shirt or anything? What have you ever given me as a present? (laughs) Oh, fuck your face. What other, what presents have you ever given me? Well, we can start. We can start with my friendship. Okay. That's the gift that continues to give. Actually, no, no, no. You, yeah, no. You did. You gave me a, a housewarming gift. I did. Uh, you gave me a picture of yourself with my mother and my sister. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, the reception that that receives. Yeah. With every house guest, I, I believe is again yeah. something you should probably be saying thank you to me for. I did say thank you, but yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's the first, one of the first things you see when you walk in the house, like it's in like the living room, which is right in like the entryway. So it's not like, like, oh, like I'll put this in the bathroom upstairs, the third bathroom that no one uses. It's right there in the living room. And, and remember in like 2000, what was it? 2017. I sent you a PlayStation so we could get that whole uh, get that uh, whole was, Twitch thing going. That was like 2019. It was broken. And it, it, was, it was not broken. It was like, it was, first of all, so, it was a PS2. 
So but, I've given it was not a PS2, it was PS5. So I've I've given definitely you, not a PS5. What <laughs> PlayStation are they on now? It's uh, what PlayStation are they on now? Joey, you would know. It's the next five. one. They're on five. All right. Well, this yeah. was a three. It was a four. It was a thin four. Slim four. Yeah. Well, yep, slim four. Book it. It's outdated. I mean, you now. still have it. You still have it. It's probably still in the box that I sent it to you. No, no, no. I know where it is. It's, it's, it's in the office. <laughs> See, that's another lie. I swear to God, I know where it is. I like if once we get off this podcast, I'll be able to boom. You'd be like, you have 30 seconds to send me a picture of that fucking PlayStation. I'll I'll do it. All right. All right. I look forward to that picture in the group chat. All right. I can't wait. <laughs> Neither can I. All right. We got to take a break and talk about Zen nicotine pouches. We're always talking about what a team needs to get to number one, but Zinn nicotine pouches are already there. Zinn has helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. If you're a smoker or you're a dipper looking to make a change, look no further than Zinn. Zinn is made with six simple ingredients and is available in a wide range of varieties, including spearmint, citrus, and even coffee. And it's available in two strengths so you can control your nicotine satisfaction. Because it's discreet, you can enjoy it anywhere, anytime, so you never have to miss a moment of the game. Plus, every can of Zinn earns you points towards premium items like tailgating gear, top-of-the-line tech, Zinn swag, even gift cards. Find your Zinn at your local convenience store or online at Zinn.com. That's Zinn, Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Joe, size 40 on the jersey. I'm thinking of Olsen jersey. Olsen. Get him an A's one. Yeah. A-Rod, baby. You you know him? Matt Matt Olsen? You know him? You Mm. ever fucking heard of him? Yeah, went 0 for 4 yesterday, made me look like a real asshole for two parlays. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about that? Do you guys want to yeah. bring that oh, up? Oh, yeah. Let's do it, Mr. 3 and 1. Oh, man. I was getting I was getting scoffed at. I was I got the fucking one of these uh, days we're gonna hit it. We're gonna hit it. So like somebody let the air out of your when I when I told you to jump on, jump all over. And congratulations to the Buckos fans that were like, look. The other idiots and their picks, Dallas, I couldn't do that. But what I did do was hammer the Yinzer. Hammer. That's what I did do. And they What was your pick? They I just told you, very simple. Bucko's money line. Very simple. Why? Because it's Mitch Keller on the tit, and I'm gonna like what's coming. And what fucking happened? He delivered, Jerry. He delivered once again, steering the Bucko ship. Through the bay, the Bay of McCovey, the Cove of McCovey, could not hold the Bucko ship. No, no. They went in and did work against the motherfucking Giants. Work. And you know what happens after a good day of work or after a good three days of work out on the high seas, Jared? What's that? You let everybody know how things have been going in Bucko land. And there's only one way to do that, Jared. And you raise your bank account. Congratulations to the folks who rode with the Buckos. You're welcome. When do you guys think we'll hit our first parlay? Uh, When Joey gets his head out of his ass. Yeah. (laughs) What? Because I got one Uh, wrong? 
<laughs> when I do bad, we bring it up. When I do good, we just forget about it. And let's not, let's not, <laughs> I want to also say this before you move on. We could talk yeah. about something else, but this is an important point that needs to be made. You're supposed to do the parlay on Monday. We always yeah, do it true. on Monday. Yeah. On Monday, I had my pick. I had my pick in. Did it Dallas hit? wasn't here. Dallas skipped work. That's and, and my shit hit, but it didn't count. So you <laughs> delayed me. <laughs> and that's what happens. So. Joe, you got to be able to fire on cylinders like at will, bud. You got to be able to go. You got to be able to go. You got to be able to go. You got to be able to roll. I'm trying. I'm trying. No one's on hundred percent. Next Monday, I'll, I'll hit it. Everyone will be happy. We'll all be rich together. Till then, mm-hmm. broke. Get over it. Mm-hmm. You live and you learn, Joe. <laughs> yeah. You live and you learn. You'll get better um, at this. You're right. Yeah. Why are you blaming me? It's Bo Bichette's fault. The guy didn't get two bases. Why? It's like my fault because I didn't pick him. It's his fucking fault. He should have got a fucking another hit. Uh, you know what? I like that logic. That's very sound logic. You gave him the opportunity to perform and he failed. Yeah. He had a great matchup. Julio Tehran, fucking another shutout. I'm not sure if it was, he, it was Julio Tehran might be the best pitch in the league right now. That's true. <laughs> I don't know how. Matt Olson decided to go hitless against James Caprillion. I mean, he <laughs> sucks. I'm sorry. I can't say that about players anymore. They'll complain to the PR. <laughs> to, to PR? Yeah. Media relations team. <laughs> are, are you going to get your fucking pass revoked? <laughs> I don't think so, but... <laughs> oh, <it's just> like... <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yeah, I, I would oh, hope not. You're going to get called into the principal's office, bud. Oh, I already did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're trying to fucking let you hang out, man. We're trying to let you know you can't. I mean, if that's the line, you can't say that a player sucks anymore. Give me a fucking break. Well, look, not if you're going to be like, you got to understand, like you are in the same pool as a beat writer swims in i'm not calling you a beat writer no. calm the fuck down yeah yeah yeah. yes no, you I'm are not. yes you no, are no, look whether you like it or not I'm whether not. i like it or not no 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 these are facts <laughs> when you're up in the room with those people just walking through there whatever because of what you do you swim in that same pool whether you like i'm not like that's why i made sure you understood i'm not telling you that that's who you are but you exist in that same realm whether you like it or not and you have a better relationship and a different relationship with players, which makes a lot of the other people that you swim in that same pool with makes them jealous. It does. Uh-huh. And it's understandable why, because you do get to fly a little closer to the sun than they do. And mm-hmm. your wings, for whatever reason, don't get burned like theirs would. But there is a line where you get any closer and you're going to you're going to. You're going to fucking incinerate and they're making sure I think individuals who care about you are making sure that that doesn't happen. So they have to sort of like, hey, look, these other people here, if they were to tell one of these guys to their face that they fucking suck or that we saw it like come out and I don't know that that adjective. I don't. Well, (laughs) I don't know that That they would have the opportunity. That makes it worse. That's it. That is worse. Fucking suck and suck are two different okay. things. Okay. Well, they I just said this guy have... fucking sucks. That it's worse than be like, this guy sucks. He sucks. Come on. Like, that's <laughs> different. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, it's like we, we're not. It's not when I talk about Hosmer. Right. You're showing. <laughs> yeah, you're showing more respect. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't go in on the guy. I just said he sucks. No. No. Yeah. So you're not building whole segments around Caleb Ort. You know. No. No. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, feelings. Feelings were hurt. And well, I hope um, you don't get. Your, I hope you don't get your wings clipped. Ah, uh, no. They they don't have the ability to do that. I don't think. So I I'm just gonna keep on keeping on. Gonna do my thing, and you want to uh, you want to make a comment obsessed. about the PR team? No, they. I mean, they were <laughs> they were just kind of relaying a message. It, I don't think that they felt one way or the other. I think it was more just like, hey. So you would like for them upset. to stay the fuck out of your business? Is what you said? <laughs> like <laughs> no, if the PR I, team could mind their own fucking business. No, and no, let no, no. You no. do what you want to do. No, then you I, could. I would form prefer the relationships. I want to know. I I'm with you. Know I hate it when PR gets in the way, Jared. Fuck them. I'm with you. Fuck it. Fine. <laughs> you say I don't ever have your back. Let this be the moment where you see I have your back. I am. I ride. Let it be known right now. I ride yeah. with Jared Carabas. <laughs> fuck the Boston Red Sox PR team. Not my words. His. I'm just. I want it to be known that I have his back. That's been. That's been questioned here recently. I want yeah. to put all that to rest. Fuck the Sox PR. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. I don't even know them. I don't even know them. They seem like great people, but fuck them. I'm with they you. They are great people. I. Uh, <laughs> I personally. Didn't have an issue with uh, I want to I want to know who's who's talking shit. And, you know, we found that out. We found that out. So, I mean, I would rather have the message relayed. Yeah, sure. Good. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess they're good for something in those fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it would have nice. It would have been nice to, you know, have some backup a couple of weeks ago. But buddy, I was here. You just say the word, you know. You just say yeah. the word. Yeah. You just say the word. Speaking of speaking of back up, uh <clears throat> Angels fans gonna need to back the fuck up when oh. Shohei or not Angels fans, White Sox fans. Oh, right. Hey, Isn't that where the Dodgers backing up the Brinks truck for Shohei Otani because he's not coming back to the Angels. Oh. <laughs> You're such a dick. Well, I mean, that's that's just that's just a fact. Come on. It's hurtful. Uh, it's hurtful for Halos fans. But what happened uh, yesterday, yesterday? Yes, yesterday, just continues to further the narrative that whatever Shohei Otani sees Mike Trout do, he realizes, okay, that's going to put a smile on your face. Now let me do what I do. Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, homered for the 27th time in the same game. And Mike Trout homered first. His went half a billion feet. 462 to be specific, I believe. Uh, Shohei Otani came up, also hit a really far home run. That was of no consequence. But later in the game, not much later, but when he hit the second home run, that one went 474 feet? 478. Jesus. Uh, Was the one that Trout hit? Why why did I think it went 474? And then Otani's Uh, went 478. Was that they they changed they changed how far Otani's went the first time, like they said it was like four seventy, and they they said never mind, it's like four fifty. Yeah, <laughs> so be, because the first home run that Trout hit, because the reason that I thought it was so funny is because how it was announced, uh, like over the over the PA, was Trout had hit a ball four hundred and seventy four feet, and then Otani hit a ball four hundred and seventy eight feet. <laughs> And so I was like, 
are you fucking kidding? Like, like the, the guy just can't let him live. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Trout, like Trout's going to absolutely murder a baseball. And everybody's going to be like, holy fuck. And then Otani's like, yeah, hold my beer. Uh, Trout's, Trout's was 476. Okay. And Otani's was 478. Then Shohei hit one 425. And then he had a second one 478. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, damn it. I didn't get that first one. If you guys go get a pretzel <laughs> or whatever, come back and I'll do it again. And, and that'll be better. That's, that's on me, though. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Uh, nobody cares more about the kids than Shohei, right? Oh, Guys, hey, Tony Segoy. <laughs> Love you, Gooby. It's it's just, I mean, that dude sends baseballs to places where people just are not expecting baseballs. No. Shohei, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fucking three sword samurai strikes again. The three sword samurai. I don't know how that's that's gotta that's gotta take off at some point. Come oh, on. Joe, it's one of your it's one of your greatest <laughs> contributions to my life. Let me yeah. tell you. I will I think I got that from somewhere. I think it's a thing in Japan. I saw this video in, in Japanese <laughs> that came up. It was like a video. You no, know, we get it. You're a big hentai guy. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't hentai. It was real life, brother. And there was there was photos allegedly claiming certain sizes were impressive. <laughs> they were impressive. I don't know if they were doctored. It was on YouTube. It wasn't X-rated, but it was making assumptions. Oh, no. If it's on the internet, it's real. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I he has shit. to. He's 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 definitely. Packing. Yeah, this is the biggest no-brainer on the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't even. I don't even want to just. We cannot debate this. Yeah. I don't want to talk. <laughs> There's, there's no other side. There's no other side. Jay cannot live in a world where Shohei, where Shohei Otani's not kicking his own dick on the way to the bathroom. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he has to. Yeah, it. Yeah. I'm not even speculating. Like I, I feel like I know this intrinsically. Like yeah. it's one of those things that, like those known facts that you're born with, right? Uh-huh. Oh man! So. Oh, hey, <laughs> wow, Segoy! <laughs> yep. Yeah. But Shohei just continuing to show the world why he chose Anaheim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think he runs it back just just to double down on it? I don't I don't know if that's going to happen. No. No. At least we're not like, you know, every other fucking Shohei discussion is, do you think he's going to be a $600 million player? Do you think he's going to get $600 million? It's like, he's got to have a huge piece. Like, he has to. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no way that thing Zero is. Zero like, debating. Not yeah. up for discussion. Yeah. We will not hear another side of the argument. No. You don't that, get to 600 milli without the big piece, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 600 Otherwise, milli you're just scream. a $500 million player. Right. Yeah. 600 milli screams Big Willie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, oh, good so for here's, you. Here's to him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Father's Day is right around the corner. <laughs> what do you say to the man who has everything? Well, the Father's Day experts at Omaha Steaks talking about meat here have made it <laughs> easy to put a smile on the big guy's face this summer with hand selected packages. Head <laughs> on over to Omaha Steaks. Head <laughs> on over to OmahaSteaks.com. Use the promo code DEAD, D E A D, at checkout and get $30 off your qualifying order. Packages can include fork tender, bacon wrapped filet mignons, or other gourmet grillables like the air chilled boneless chicken breast. Burgers, Jumbo Franks, and many other more favorites. Don't forget to save room for dessert. Most gift packages come with four delicious caramel, 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 or apple tartlets. I'm getting hungry just talking about it. (laughs) Also, check out our other hand-selected packages that are guaranteed to make Dad's Day. Because if there's one thing we know, it's that Dad's want steak. Whether he's your father, your father-in-law, your father figure, he's the guy who's always ready to step up when you needed him the most. This Father's Day, show him the love with the only gift that's as unforgettable as he is. The mouth-watering perfection of Omaha Steaks. From perfectly aged, oh-so-tender steaks to hand-selected gift packages, Omaha Steaks makes it easy to give dad what he really wants. Order today and get $30 off with promo code DEAD. And every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee. Uh, Minimum order may be required. See the site for details. I mean, are we just just not going to address talking about Shohei's meat going right into a fucking juicy mouthwatering meat ad read? (laughs) You don't get that kind of segue anywhere else. No. Nowhere else does that exist. No. What's going on? There's like a, there's like a, there's like a, uh, there's like a mom and a daughter just walked up to my door and rang my bell. What is that all about? Uh, why don't you go find out? (laughs) Oh, they just, they just, they just walked away. Well, uh, hey, we'll be here. Well, they walked away. What is that? What is that all about? Why? Yeah, I mean, you hit him on the ring. Hey, 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 hey. She doesn't appear to be uh, selling Girl Scout cookies of any kind. So then, please, Jerry, they could be in distress. <laughs> that that seems like one of those things where, like, they they use the kid to get you to open the door, and then they just like pop in with a gun and rob the place. Not that I yeah, have anything I to steal. I would not. I wouldn't open it. Yeah, you guys want some Cowardkin Jr. baseball cards? <laughs> I don't know what else you're taking from me, but that's odd. Oh. <laughs> uh, my man Jerry Blevins has spoken on the Zach Hample situation. What did he say? <laughs> There's a picture <clears throat> by a group that... uh does baseball stuff i think and jerry quote tweeted that tweet and said hell no i try my best to stay positive but all in caps ball hawks hold a special place of hate in my heart i've seen these three clown emojis 
take hundreds of balls from kids with zero remorse. Middle finger emoji. Mm. Strong. Strong. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I've watched many of grown adult trample an adolescent child during batting practice to get to a ball. Sometimes not even a home run ball, just a ball thrown into the stands by a slapdick, terrible pitcher like me. Like, who cares about that baseball? Well, fucking Dan in accounting, 47 years old, nothing else to do but run over little kids. Teaching them a valuable lesson. You can't always get what you want. (laughs) Unless you grind. Bring your glove and know where to stand. Stay humble, stay hungry. Yep. Think of all the balls that kids have taken away from Zach Hample. No one ever brings that shit up. There's a video underneath said post of Zach Hample in a crowd of children (laughs) waving his glove like an idiot and then catching a baseball over the heads of all these children. I said it the first time we talked about him. You cannot have shame and be Zach Hample. No. No, so bad. the worst. Nothing was worse, honestly, than the. I think it was like oh, was the last oh, All Star game. That dude that yeah. was literally like crowd surfing over children to like yeah. get a, a Garrett Cole autograph, and he just ignored the guy. Like, yeah, so cringe. So uh, the kid, uh, the kid who caught the ball, I, I, I'm not sure who hit it. I, I think it might, maybe it was Otani's homer. I don't know. But there's this Angels fan. The uh, the Twitter account is Temporary Nuggets fan. Okay. And uh, it's a picture of the Angels fan who's a, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, he's probably like 10. And he caught the ball and you can see Zach Campbell standing off to his, uh, to the kid's left with his hat or like his head on his hat. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was my ball. Like just com- completely defeated. <laughs> I yeah. can't believe like there are some respectable big leaguers that communicate with slash endorse Zach Campbell. Like they'll see him and be like, yeah, like I want to give him a baseball. Why? I don't know. Um, Either way. A lot of stupid baseball players like there are stupid normal people. Right. Speaking of kids, Noah Syndergaard is ready to sacrifice his. Yeah, he ain't even got him yet, and he's still ready to give him up. Noah Syndergaard said, I'm, yeah, th- this, is, this is the perfect Atlanta Brave, Joe. Yeah. Write this down. Yeah, this guy's, this guy's wheelhouse, Joe, right now. <laughs> yep. Trying to make big adjustments between starts isn't easy. I'd give my hypothetical firstborn to be the old me again. I'll do everything possible to get back to that. I'm still expected to go out there and compete. My my changeup is a huge vulnerability. But he said he would sacrifice his firstborn to get back to the old Noah Syndergaard. That sounds like what? the prototypical Atlanta Brave. Well, he, I mean, he didn't say sacrifice. He said no, no, he, no. Would, he would give away. Well, that means sacrifice. No, those mean very different things. Sacrifice, I don't think that, that like that doesn't work out well for the individual who's being sacrificed. If well, you're being given away as a child, 
Like that's also a tough spot to be in. But I feel if, like if you, you know, if you put a child up for adoption, the- you're sacrificing that you're, you're sacrificing your no. parenthood. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you Stop are. It. Well, Stop this it. is all hypothetical. What is what is very real is that Noah Syndergaard sounds depressed and his stuff stinks now. Is what it sounds like, right? Well, it also sounds like Jay Hay, to to be serious for a moment. Yes, and it sounds like that there's almost a like a, a coming to Jesus moment that needs to occur. Like, I don't know if you are going to rekindle the 101. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know if, well, I don't know if that's there. And it sounds like you think it's there. And I don't think that it's there. So I think maybe the, the closer or the quicker you come to terms with the fact that that isn't going to be the case, the quicker you're going to be able to figure out whoever it is you are on the other side of that. We, we love to talk about some of these teams that can bring in a guy who looks like he's on the downslope and tweak this or add that or change the tilt on this and they and they get better. But I, I Noah Syndergaard has never struck me uh, and his pitching has never indicated that he's going to be a guy who would age gracefully and or has the maybe the skills necessary to translate into a good pitcher now that he's not having elite stuff and nothing about this season and nothing about that quote indicates anything other than that um sometimes people don't adapt we saw it with madison bumgarner um there was a whole article written about how he was basically completely unwilling to adapt to anything the uh the diamondbacks were asking him to do. and now he's out of baseball and i don't know that noah Syndergaard's that much far behind him if it's just it's a shitty situation i can't imagine being what amounted to like a superhero and kind of having it disappear uh, before you even really fully appreciated that it was there, maybe. Um, that's tough, man. He was on top of the world, and now he's not. I think yeah. we overlook how difficult that is. Well, yeah, it's 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 just tough to face your mortality as an athlete when you still mentally are very capable of preparing how you want to prepare, and maybe even to an extent physically being able to prepare how you'd like to prepare, but still just not getting the production. And so now the preparation and the production aren't really balancing out and you're trying to figure out a way to, to maximize that. Well, how do I get back to what I was? And that's why I said, I just think that maybe the coming to terms with who you are and who you have been for a while at this point, like that's the reality. So I, I think you might be, you know, Chasing payments, if you will. Hmm. I mean, Jacob Degrom's still great. <laughs> his, uh, when he his, pitches, yeah, when he pitches, his baseball savant page this year, he, despite the injuries and all that, uh, still red hot. He is a guy that just keeps on keeping on. Sometimes. Yeah, he didn't lose a six miles per hour on his fastball. He's saying no. he did. That's what Syndergaard did since his oh. peak in in the early days. Uh, I do want to give a little love to um, I don't know how much longer we got <clears throat> before we get out of here. Seattle Mariners pitching staff. Oh, you motherfucker! I literally just pulled it up. George Kirby last night, eight <laughs> innings, three hits, zero mm-hmm. earned runs, no walks, seven strikeouts. I was going to yeah. give a shout out to George Kirby, but no. Well, there you go. You just did. You did the dirty work for us. Those dudes are. Uh, I was talking to service in the elevator uh, when we were in Seattle and I was just like, like, dude, 
or no, actually when they were in Oakland the first time, um, and I was just like, dude, this is, this is insane. The arm talent, the young arm talent, not only across the game, but what we have here with you guys. And he's like, he said, he's like, you know, I, I, I've seen stuff like this before, but as far as a young group having the idea of what they're doing on the mound to the extent that these guys do, he said, I don't know that this is something we see a lot of in our game. And it's fucking real, man, with those three. It is real. Yeah, they, uh, they're they very legit. I mean, they should be much better than they have been, but I don't know. Maybe they maybe they were they were slow starters last year, still got to the postseason. I think it's a more loaded class in the American League this year. It's going to be a harder path to to do the whole slow start, turn on the Jets in the second half type deal to get into the playoffs. But the Mariners should be a lot better than they have performed to this point. So I'm hoping to see them turn it on because it's a it's a fun place to play when you're when the Mariners are good that the the vibes in Seattle are top notch compared to the rest of the league. So solid. Very solid. Yeah. Um, Joey, you got any uh, final thoughts? I was just stick on the Mariners because, you know, we talk about their pitching, but Julio Arrigues has been a beast again, which is come around. That's Mm. what I like to see, man. The J Rod show. Mm. I'm rooting for the Mariners. As you should. Jay, hey, you got any final Mariners thoughts? I actually did. Oh. I had a George Kirk. I had a George Carbino too. Um, Jay loves him some semen. Yeah. Right now, mm, mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> strikeout George Kirby strikeout to walk ratio this year would be the fourth best in modern baseball history. Modern in this case, meaning since 1900. Um, the only ones better: 2014 Phil Hughes, 94 Brett Saberhagen, and 2010 Saves. Cliff Lee. Uh, two other final thoughts for me. Uh, happy birthday to A's bullpen catcher Wilkin Castillo. Yeah, who turns who turns thirty nine today. That was on my list when I was preparing this morning, but the Oakland A's also tweeted it out. So I wanted to make sure to give love to Wilkin Castillo, A's bullpen catcher, thirty ninth birthday. Hope it's a great one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I meant to do this on Monday. Uh, so cleaning this up on this past Saturday, my nephew Rylan went. Three for three Hey-o. with five balls fielded cleanly in the infield for the Melrose, Massachusetts Angels. Let's wow. go. So uh, while the real life Angels might be struggling to bring um, pride to the organization, mm-hmm. uh, my nephew is doing everything possible for the Melrose Angels. So Round of applause. shout out to Rye. Big game. At a baby. Swing it and pick it. At a kid. Jake's takes. You there, Jake? Yeah, I'm here. Um, yeah, I hope the Red Sox can just get a win tonight because it's been a tough week in Boston. <laughs> it's been a real tough week. <laughs> well, hey, that that was actually going to be the uh, for me that was going to be one of the matchups to watch was the Hunter Green Chris Sale showdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been really tough for the Red Sox lately. Really yeah, tough. are you going to fly anyone there, Dallas? For yeah, I mean, I'd fly my guy down here to do me sometimes. All right, we'll be back on Monday. Thank you for listening, and we'll enjoy the weekend of baseball. Wow. <laughs>